What's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing the 2021 film Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. If you're new to listening to the show, I'll give a brief synopsis of the film, some background information, and then take a break before getting into spoilers of the plot. Welcome to Raccoon City, once the becoming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corp. The company's exodus left the city of Wasteland, a dying town with great evil brewing below the surface. When that evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. Based on the video game series, this film is heavily inspired by the first two Resident Evil video games. This is the seventh Resident Evil live-action film adaptation, but a reboot disregarding all the prior movies of the franchise. Directed by Johannes Roberts, who also directed The Strangers Pray at Night, The Other Side of the Door, and 47 Meters Down. It stars K.S. Skaldario, I probably said that wrong, as Claire Redfield, Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield, Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker, and Hannah John Kamen as Jill Valentine. I'm going to take a quick musical break, and then we can dive into the plot of Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. In the 1980s, Claire Redfield and her older brother Chris are children living at the Raccoon City Orphanage. Claire befriends Lisa Trevor, a disfigured girl who has been experimented on by Dr. William Birkin, an employee for the Umbrella Corporation who oversees the orphanage and takes children for his own experimental research. Claire escapes from Birkin when she is selected to participate in one of his experiments. In 1998, Claire returns to Raccoon City, hitchhiking in a semi-truck. The truck driver accidentally hits a woman in the middle of the road. While Claire and the driver are arguing, the woman disappears. The truck driver's dog licks the blood left behind and over time begins to foam at the mouth and becomes erratic. At a diner, rookie police officer Leon S. Kennedy notices that the diner's owner has blood coming out of her eyes. Claire heads to Chris's home to warn him about Umbrella's experiments. After Chris leaves for the police station, a child breaks into the house, running from his mother, who attacks Claire. Both the child and the mother are erratic and covered in blood. Claire escapes from them on Chris's motorcycle. Meanwhile, at the police station, the Stars Alpha Team meet with their chief, and he explains that Bravo Team went missing while investigating a death at the remote Spencer Mansion. The Alpha Team, composed of Chris, Jill Valentine, Richard Alkin, Brad Vickers, and Albert Wesker, are sent to the mansion by helicopter to investigate. Unknown to his teammates, Wesker is an operative for an unidentified party tasked with stealing Birkin's virus, Using inside knowledge to navigate the mansion, inside Chris and Richard encounter zombies eating the bodies of the Bravo team while Brad gets bitten by a zombie and crashes their helicopter into the mansion while trying to fly away. Wesker saves Jill from a zombie before leaving her. Richard is eaten while Chris battles the horde, reuniting with Jill. The pair flee into the secret passage Wesker unlocked. Meanwhile, the truck driver, bitten by his dog, transforms into a zombie and crashes his truck into the police station. The chief tries to dive or tries to drive out of the city, but is fired on by umbrella guards attempting to contain the outbreak. Returning to the station, the chief is attacked by a truck driver's zombie dog, but Claire rescues him. Claire and Leon Kennedy retrieve weapons and encounter Ben, who's locked in a cell and bitten by a zombie inmate. A zombie inmate. Ben is um the source that Claire had from knowing that. Umbrella was doing experiments on people, and that was what she was trying to warn Chris about. 
The station becomes overrun by zombies, and Leon, Claire, and Chief escape to the orphanage, looking for a secret umbrella tunnel leading to the mansion. Once they get there, a liquor kills the Chief and attacks Leon, but he is saved by Lisa, who recognizes Claire and gives them the keys to the secret passage. The pair, the pair discovers the secret lab where Umbrella was experimenting on children like the Ashford twins, which that's a video game reference. Wesker encounters Dr. Birkin. In the ensuing scuffle, Wesker is shot by Birkin, shoots him in the back, and then kills Birkin's wife in self-defense. When Wesker hesitates to pull the trigger on their child, Sherry, Jill shoots Wesker. Before dying, Wesker tells her to escape via the underground train before the Umbrella Corporation destroys the city, while Birkin injects himself with the G-Virus. Breckin begins to mutate and attacks Chris before being shot down by Claire, who has arrived at the lab with Leon. Chris, Sherry, Jill, Claire, and Leon escape to the train, but are stopped when Raccoon City and the Spencer Mansion are destroyed, allowing a mutated monster version of Birkin to reach them. It attacks the train and is about to eat Claire when she stabs it in the face with her knife and gets released. Chris attempts to shoot the monster but runs out of bullets. Leon then picks up a rocket launcher and kills it. As the corporation states that there were zero civilian survivors in the aftermath of the destruction, the five survivors walk out of the train tunnel, leaving Raccoon City behind. The movie ends there, aside from a mid-credits scene where Wesker awakens in a body bag, unable to see anything. A mysterious figure then hands him sunglasses, which is his iconic look from the video games, and that figure introduces herself as Ada Wong, who's also a really important character in the video games. Now, that's where the movie finally ends. So there's a lot to think about when it comes to this movie. One is how it stands compared to the video games it's based on. Two, how it stands to the previous six films that it's dismissing. Then three, how it is as a movie on its own. As I said before, there was a lot of material taken from the first two video games, such as the Spencer Mansion, video game characters such as Lisa Trevor, the TNG virus, the monsters, the police station, etc. A lot of re references but it felt rushed as they kind of mashed three video games plots into just one movie. Then ended with the city being destroyed. So there were more characters such as like Nemesis and locations they automatically miss out on unless they plan to rewrite said things in later. That's if they even do a sequel for this film. To compare this film to the previous six live action adaptations, Welcome to Raccoon City was definitely more true to the source material. I love those films, but they became more like action zombie movies and lost their overall horror aspect after about the second one. Don't get me wrong, they're fun and have references as well as plenty of zombies. This film felt more like what a Resident Evil film should be. Something also missed out on by the new, Resin, uh, the new Netflix Resident Evil series. To talk about how this film stands on its own, it's dark and creepy. There are some pretty good scenes such as the mansion in the dark when the only time we can see what's happening is when a gun goes off as Chris is fighting for his life against a horde of zombies. The liquor creature looked good, Lisa Trevor was creepy, and the mutated Birkin felt like a Resident Evil boss with good effects. Other than that, some of the zombies just look sickly and not very intimidating. Whether it be the kid and the mother that attacked Claire at the beginning, or the zombies outside the police station who just seemed to be like a mob of people moaning in pain. Knowing that these are video game characters, characters from a game in the mid-90s nonetheless, leaves room for tolerance of their personalities and dialogue interactions in the film. They come across 2D for that reason, but I believe that the cast did a good job for what the source material and topic are. I'd give Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City a 3 out of 5. I'd be interested to see a sequel, but honestly I don't think that's even going to happen, especially with the whole Netflix series as I'm talking about right now that just came out. I just don't know. 
where their head is at for Resident Evil, whether it be a show or a movie. But if they did do a follow-up to this movie, I would like want to see where the characters go, especially if they like go into more source material, such as like Resident Evil 4 or 5. But that's pretty much everything I have for this episode. Like and follow me on Instagram at, at Horror's Home and like the Horror's Home Facebook page. Let me know what you think of this episode, the film, and if you've checked out the new series on Netflix. Until next time, my name's Tyler, and thanks for listening.